Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Free Talk Live. is free talk live hey welcome to 2021 here we are again with Quick you. somebody party <laughs> we did uh <laughs> in the studio tonight it's ian nobody and chris yeah we did party last night in fact that's why uh captain kickass and i did a special episode of free talk live last night was because well we weren't actually here in the studio so we did a pre-recorded show that we recorded on tuesday afternoon and uh, it was actually a really good show we talked about you know different things coming in the future and uh, if you missed a it beatles song what's tuesday that tuesday that does sound like a beatles song i don't know yeah it was a great party uh we parted like it was 2019 yeah <laughs> uh it was it was a lot of fun and for listeners that aren't familiar you can go to freekeen.com right now and you can see the party flyer right now now there are photos that i have not posted publicly uh at this oh, point wow i didn't know anybody was flying i knew some of us were very high um <laughs> did you get one of the flyers as you walked in i did not oh uh, i'll have to get you one okay groovy. so um it was called quarantine space disco and uh, Johnson Rice, who is our sometime co-host here on Free Talk Live, he deserves all the credit. He came up with the name Quarren Keen, which is uh, really yes. cool. I, you know, yeah. I, I love the flyers. Who did those? Did he do the flyers Johnson too? Did the flyers. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, where he did the the caroling uh, flyers, but I wasn't aware. He oh, did. those too. Yeah, yeah, he did that those. as well. Which he's, is kind of funny because I work with the guy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's very very talented graphic designer. Yeah. So the thought, you know, behind this particular party from the organizers was that 2020, of course, is well, a pretty lame year with things like drive-in concerts and lame uh, online so-called dance parties. Yeah, I ain't doing any of that stuff. I mean, I saw the there's this little theater downtown Keene, New Hampshire, where we live, uh, called the Colonial, and of course, like most concert venues and other entertainment venues, they've been closed. And all year they've had like really obedient phrases on their marquee, <laughs> you know, like stay safe, you know, things like that. And uh, and then I saw the news that they were having a so-called online dance party at this place. You know, I, I, I have to say I, I can I can handle a little bit of mask wearing, but this is just ridiculous. 
ridiculous. I mean, the online dance party thing, and 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 it, and it gets better. You actually had to pay for that, right? Yes, it was a fundraiser because they need money in order to not completely go out of <laughs> business. Well, so, what's the point of keeping them in business if you can't go there? Right. Well, the idea is that that someday they will reopen. Yeah. Well, if they can go bankrupt yeah. and then reopen under different management, <laughs> yeah, it, maybe the <laughs> maybe their building will be sold cheap enough that some mad bastard can buy it and reopen it a lot sooner than they would. Maybe, or obedient maybe they just sti- obedient stiffs that they are. Maybe they just needed money for food because you know they're not making any money, right? The business is closed. Well, you think so. you would move in a different direction at that point? You know, it's Pivot. like. Yeah, yeah, I I know I know it's hard to pivot businesses sometimes, mm-hmm. but like as as far as individuals are concerned, you probably can pivot to something else. It's just a matter of like it depends trying. on the business. A taxi cab isn't hard to hard to pivot, but um oh, the theater is not as nearly well, as mobile. I mean, that's the business you're talking about. That or doesn't you necessarily just... <laughs> mean that somebody can't as an, an owner pivot to some other business. You know. Uh, that they, I mean, because they have still business experience. Yeah. Here's business an idea: still applies to other types of businesses. Man up and open your business. You know, yeah. rather than uh, changing everything, yeah. just you know, go ahead and open up. And uh, if you really feel like you need to, make it a private club. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't disagree with you, Ian. I, I think, I think sometimes it's, it's harder. It's harder to do than to say with the of pressure course. from government. Yeah, but businesses um, are scared. Yeah, um, certainly, I'm not. I, I certainly would advocate for people, you know, standing up. That's that's why this party was possible last night was because the owner of Fakin Great, which is the local fa noodle restaurant here in Keene, is ballsy enough to be willing to host a party like that. If it weren't for that venue, we wouldn't have had the party. You She's know? got a lot of balls for a girl. She does. She's incredible. Her <laughs> name is Malaise Lindenfeld. She's, a, uh, she's formerly from uh, Venezuela. Yeah, she moved here woman. in the 1970s when she was a teenager, and oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> oh wow! So she escaped Venezuela before early. it. Uh, yeah, early. Yeah, on. that was it. Was still the most prosperous country in Latin America then. Yep. Um, it might have been, but it's actually been going downhill for a really, really long time. The last time. two decades. Yeah, yeah. it's this is yeah. not something I remember in nineteen. Yeah, in but the 1970s were longer long ago, ago than the last yeah. two decades. Right, right, right. I know, but doing my math correct. No, no, you're not wrong. Um, Um, But I'm just saying that even in like 1997, I remember people from uh, talking to people from well in in the United States talking about how you know Venezuela was collapsing. Wasn't that around the time that Chavez took over? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Chavez took over 20, 25 years, and they were talking about socialism at that time, and it wasn't the first like that wasn't their introduction to socialism. Like there was less of it, but there was it was going in that direction. Well, it kind of was. They were still prosperous when uh, when. Chavez yeah. took over, but you have to remember that they, their, you know, their oil revenue was still, you know, uh, uh, coming out of the ground uh, because you know they hadn't. Well, they had people they hadn't capable of getting to, it out of the ground. Right. Chavez had shot everybody who was capable of doing the work, and then wondered why the work I don't even. Didn't get I don't done. even know about that, but certainly people <laughs> flee. They flee socialism when things go downhill, right? And yeah. how do you mean if you if you don't have the people, how do you maintain the infrastructure? And and that's part of the problem that I think Venezuela is having. It's a lot of their uh, wealth has come from oil. And when you don't have the people to maintain that infrastructure because, well, you've gone socialist, you know, mm-hmm. things collapse on you. Yep. Guys, hold that thought. I want to bring uh, David on here. He actually called the, the show actually before we even started tonight. Uh, David, you're calling from Michigan. Go ahead. 
Hey, guys. Well, first off, I want to say when I didn't see the stream last night, I thought you guys got raided again. So I'm glad you're <laughs> back and you just did a pre-recorded show. Uh, secondly, I wanted to talk about Cell 411 because I nobody has mentioned in a few of his shows that he's rewriting the app. He is. Yep. It's, we barely see him anymore. It's it's becoming it's more of a rewrite on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm I'm glad to see you, you really working hard at that because you know that's that's a potentially huge uh, you know uh, in terms of it's an important project yeah, freedom yeah. And, and everything else. Well, hopefully it'll be a lot smaller when I get done with it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would agree with you on that it, one. They wouldn't. They couldn't bring themselves to do in a hundred lines of code what they could do in 2000 mm-hmm. <laughs> so david what was uh you know what, what about cell 411 did you want to say well i was just curious you know i downloaded the app when i heard you guys talk about it uh maybe three or four years ago mm-hmm. and i'm wondering uh why did you end up rewriting it um i don't have i de-googled my android phone so i don't have google services to download those type of apps anymore but uh what is it that uh made you rewrite the app well i mean the it was suffering from bit rot uh to some extent like there had been advances in uh uh, like Google had changed their API so that some people were not getting um, uh, alerts anymore and eventually nobody would have been getting alerts. Um, so that was the, the first thing that got us, got us into uh, rewriting it. But then um, partially for the same reason that you de-Googled, I'm doing things like I've ripped uh, the Facebook code out of it it no longer links the uh, links the Facebook libraries. One of my goals is to have it completely de-Googled. Right. So to make it so you don't need Google Play services, right? Exactly. Put it on Android. One of the, one of the things yes. you have to remember is that it's not unlikely that if an app gets popular enough and it causes trouble, you know, they'll take it out. They'll shut it down. Um, That's my assumption that if that so, if it becomes big, they will they will screw right. us in mm-hmm. the worst possible so way at the worst possible can, time. So we're preparing for that. If you can untie yourself yeah. from Facebook and untie yourself from depending on Google Play and, you know, other services like that, you know, uh that's 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 what you're doing, right? I mean, you're you're yeah. gonna, you're making it more resistant to attack. And even Facebook can even though it was an ancillary or a an an aside for the from the uh, from the purpose of the app, at one point Facebook couldn't get a connection, and I think it was deliberately crashing my app in hopes that when the app came up, they'd be able to get a connection. <laughs> Hold that thought, guys. We can continue. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll bring David back on here because there's more to the story about you know why the app's being rewritten, and that is you didn't write the original one. You, oh no, we'll tell you how you got involved uh, on the way here as well. You can join us on New Year's Day. This is Free Talk Live. Hey, it's Free Talk Live, back with more here on New Year's Day. Open phones, as always, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. If you want to join us with you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Chris. And we've been talking. Well, we, we will return to discussing New Year's Eve parties. That was the original topic when we opened the show. And there's more to say about that. But actually, David called in tonight. Uh, and he's calling from Michigan. He's got some questions about Cell 411, which mm. is a topic near and dear to our hearts. Uh, at least you and I know, buddy. 
Yeah, oh yeah. And so we'll continue with that discussion, but I do want to let you know about Bitcoin.com. It's a longtime sponsor here on Free Talk Live. Bitcoin, of course, the Bitcoin BTC, the original one, is about to celebrate its 12th birthday. That's coming up in just a few days, if I recall correctly, in early January. And uh, Bitcoin.com is the best place to go to start learning about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. Just head over to Bitcoin.com and click Get Started there at the uh, the top of the page, and you can, uh, you can you know watch like a two or three minute long video. It'll give you the kind of the introductory basics on what you need to know about cryptocurrency. It's Bitcoin.com, and right now Bitcoin today, I believe, has been sitting at around twenty nine thousand. Dollars, yeah, twenty nine thousand two hundred eighty five dollars right 30? now. Not yet. It still it hasn't hit thirty. Been to 30. Not it's, yet. it's like right on. It's been like that for at least twenty four hours, I think, at this point. Uh, just on the edge. Oh, it's so hard when it only. I, it was definitely on the edge last night. Um, when at the party actually, uh, it was definitely on the edge. Yeah, Library Coin did something nice today too. I, oh. I, I ran. Yeah, I ran my little. I've got a. Uh, I've I've got my my cryptos divided between ten different cryptos, and I've got a program that goes in and rebalances them periodically. And mm-hmm. I went in, and my uh, my library coin was like thirty percent over what it should have been, so it it got rebalanced a lot. So it so. was as high as twenty nine thousand six hundred and seventy within the last twenty four hours. So wow. close. It's getting there. Let's bring David back on the line. Again, check out Bitcoin.com. So that's within 1% of yeah. 30. And it's at its it's basically at its all-time high right I remember now. when it was at 200. Yeah. <laughs> 30,000 from 200. So yeah. he's back on with us. David, you had called in about Cell 411. It's a program that you were interested, you're curious uh, about. Nobody has mm-hmm. taken it over as head programmer of what is going to be an open source project. Now, we haven't opened the source yet, and that's because you've mm. been going in there like a madman, cleaning up and uh, refactoring and you know simplifying the code and trying to strip out some crap like Facebook yeah. uh, from I, there. I have to say, uh, it, it, one of the things you do want to do before you release code is clean it up, yeah. <laughs> because uh, often proprietary software is, is a mess, is a mess yeah. and it, it, there's just mm. all sorts of stuff that... Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't well, want people the, to make copies of. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is there are there are keys scattered through it. Right, exactly. Um, That's a good example. Keys. And yeah. they're, they're keys that unlock services that Ian has to pay for, so uh, or the church has to yeah. pay well, for. It's not even so. It's not even about that. It's they'll shut you down if those keys get leaked, right? Or abused or whatever. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, they can actually. That happened. That did happen. That yeah. that happened. Uh, my first thought was, oh yeah, I'll just throw it on on GitHub. Nobody'll notice. And uh, and actually, they uh, Twilio, the Twilio saw the key on there, and they were just like, whoop, cut it off. Mm. Apparently, they scan GitHub constantly for secrets, which is interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first person yeah. to do that by yeah. a long shot because it's not something you know in the open source world you don't worry about having secrets in your code most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shouldn't. <laughs> well, and this is kind of one of the problems and one of the things that you're doing to try to move away from, right? I mean, you don't yeah. want to be dependent on third party services. Right. So that's, that's one of the yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, eventually, it's kind of a good thing because you discovered my, that. You were dependent right. on yeah. some third-party service. <laughs> Originally, my my dream would be to have it organized because if you look at the information per individual, you're basically storing uh, his information. You're storing who his friends are and what groups he's a member of. 
So mm. that's no longer than a phone book for right. mo- or, or than the phone list for for most users. You know, uh, Carnegie said that each person would know like 150 people. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's 150 links there. So what I would like to see is each person's data stored on their own phone. Ah. And instead then, of in a database, exactly. Isn't isn't so there be on like their a tiny phone, SQL? But then their friends would. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Also, have copies of it. In some cases, the public stuff they would be able to read. In other cases, they'd just be holding stuff that is encrypted with the owner's key have so you, they can hold it for him but they can't read it all mm-hmm. the only thing they can mm-hmm. do with it is give it back to him if and when it's he needs it's a decentralized source right. right have you looked so at, then if you get arrested you hit the panic button on your phone it erases it. all the data and when you get out you hit the button uh you hit the other button and it loads all that data back up from your friends have you looked at any peer to peer libraries that you can do something like that with or um, is it something you have to write from scratch i have i have not not yet, and it wouldn't be from scratch anyway, because the the simplest the simplest uh, implementation that I can do right off the top of my head would be um, uh, SQLite. All right, I think we're going down okay. too, too far yeah. into the weeds here. <laughs> uh, so, David, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to share? Sure, and without trying to get too technical, too. Um, how are you trying to balance with the recreation of this app, uh, you know, distributing it like free as in freedom and then avoiding the proprietary services like Google services, which are needed after a recent Android version a couple of years ago that prevent not- or prevent easily providing notifications without Google services? Um, Good question. Are you planning to just... Well, actually, my to solution to that latter so. problem is going to have... Uh, the program just sending SMS messages to other copies of the program, or at least that's one of the options. So let me explain a little more from my understanding of what yeah. the problem was. So the first problem we set to go and solve with Cell 411, as soon as we took it over, and we haven't talked about the takeover yet, but was that the notifications weren't working, and at least consistently on mm-hmm. Android devices. And this is the critical key feature of the of the app is yeah. that you get a notification that something bad is happening to your friends. It's an emergency yeah. alerts app for listeners mm-hmm. that aren't familiar. And so we was like, well, we've got to fix mm-hmm. this bug. And then going in there to f- fix that, you were learning about Android really for the first time and, and how it worked and how the notifications are mm-hmm. actually done through a central clearinghouse that Google provides. Yeah, basically. the last time I wrote I wrote code for a handheld it was for a thing called a Palm Pilot. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> didn't even have it. Didn't even have wireless. You had to jack yeah. it into the stand. Oh wow! Uh, I remember and, those. And I was using it to dispatch workers to jobs. It was a thing called Masterlink. Yep. 
So the idea is to uh, this workaround that you're talking about would be mm-hmm. to use SMS, which is the text messaging system that mm-hmm. doesn't rely on Google. It relies on the phone networks, but it, but you know a little more decentralized in that way than yeah. going all through this one central clearinghouse right. uh, to to send out. So basically, notices. you'd send a human readable um, text message. That the person could receive, even if the app was completely dead, mm-hmm. he'd just get it as a text message. Mm. But assuming that the app was there, then it would also be able to, to uh, trigger it. take that data in and use it, as well as having it read by the so, human yeah. user. You've got some pretty cool ideas. David, thanks for calling and uh, bringing up Cell 411. Again, it's this emergency uh, app that is available to download now, but it's the old version that hasn't been updated in a few years. So we're, uh, we're working on that. So our number here, 603-283-6160. You can join us on Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now. Click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website, all put together by the best minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Our number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, we've got Ian. Nobody. And Chris. And uh, we're going to get back into the New Year's Eve parties because it wasn't just the party that we had here in the Keene area, the underground quarantine space disco that we'd started the show talking about. There's also news out of France where over 2,000 people were at a rave there and the cops showed up. So we'll get into that story coming up here in a Oh, bit. wow. Did they show up to party? Or? No. no. <laughs> No, but the people at the party were definitely willing to fight for their right to party, and we'll tell you about that. Well, were the firemen uh, there? Because the French firemen are badasses. They beat the hell out of the cops. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get into the story <laughs> coming up here uh, in a bit. But we did have David on the line in Michigan. He was asking about cell 411 and about why it's being you know, worked on again and what's what's been going on with that. And you kind of gave some technical updates nobody but we didn't really kind of explain what had happened and without getting into too much detail basically virgil vaduva who's a longtime free talk live listener and supporter he wasn't able to really take care of uh cell 411 anymore it was his baby he was the one that created it he he poured a lot of his time and his effort and his money into uh creating cell 411 and and he made a really amazing app I mean, he really, he really did, and it was, it's been incredibly useful. It's a, an emergency alerts app that we, for a long time here on Free Talk Live, had, had promoted on the air. He actually used to sponsor our webcam, so it used to say getcell411.com on a graphic at the top of our webcam a long time ago. So we've been intimately familiar with with cell 411. And, yeah. and anyway, the bad news was he couldn't take care of it anymore due to some personal changes in his life, and I talked to him about it over the summer because. Yeah. So I adopted it like an ailing pet. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, you know, he wanted to give it up, and I didn't want to see it die. So I said, you know, yeah. it's a perfect uh, project for the Shire Free Church to take on. It, it dovetails perfectly with our mission of fostering peace. And it's especially important in the presence of what's been going on with Black Lives Matter. That's mm-hmm. one of the things 
that got me excited about it is imagine the day when some cop is just happily going about his business beating on some some suspect in the uh in the hood and all of a sudden 50 of this guy's closest friends come out of the <laughs> woodwork because he managed to get out a self 411 uh alert before the tune up began right. and you know maybe they've got their cells talking to each other so you know there's there's a lot we can do in terms of actually having people physically come out of the woodwork yep. for you when you're in trouble and when you think about it your friends probably live closer to you than the cops do sure and there's in many more cases absolutely they also might care about you yeah yeah cops and they're more likely to be like driving by your house when somebody is robbing you if they know it and way less likely to shoot your cops dog. are frequently yes. my i have never had any of my friends shoot my dogs nope and which is good because i probably would have shot them but <laughs> so cops usually live uh outside of the neighborhoods that they police that's true um and th- especially in cities and they'll you know they'll yeah. get paid and they'll well, come in from from the suburbs you know, so pirates they're... tended to live separately from the ship owners too um for for obvious reasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh the idea was to pick up cell 411 and make sure it didn't die because mm. it was it was gasping. It had one foot mm. in the grave, uh, basically. Yeah, with I mean, <sighs> with uh, with alerts off, it's yeah. uh, it's. I've been watching the numbers, and they they've been falling for yeah. months. Cell four one, I think cell four one one has always had potential. It's just yes. it never reached its potential. No, and so no. I'm hoping that you guys can make it, you know, get make it reach its potential. I think that what well, we can I'm do, accepting uh, donations yeah. toward that end. I've by heard. I think um, that what we can do <laughs> is make it work again. Yeah, and do some of the decentralization we briefly talked about earlier, mm. and and then also getting it un yeah. uh, removing its reliance on third-party systems and move it all in-house uh and then then long road make it even more decentralized but to, to the very least to yeah. get it out yeah get it off the ground yeah, and get and, right you know, yeah. but get do the essentials get it, get it off the ground and, the then training worry wheels about the... and then just slowly take them off right. clean, yeah. clean it up get rid of the third-party stuff and then release it as an open source project which is the yeah. real thing that never happened before because it was always a closed source thing prior to this and i think it hurt it hurt the, the, its chances oh so i think it's going and, to have a much better shot and that's the more important part because really the thing to do is turn it into a protocol so that multiple different mm. programs can talk to each yeah. other just like liberdon talks to the youtube clone on the uh, on the uh, feder in the Federiverse, yeah, fe- federated. You yeah, know. I was just I was just thinking about how you were talking about federation. Yeah, yeah, and so the, and the only difference is that I think the optimal way to federate is for each client to contain a server. Which we might be going too far. I mean, that's, that might be road. more decentral. That might be technically more decentralization Ooh, yes. federation. But it's it's federation yeah. taken to the extreme. I, I don't know if I don't know if this app 
you know, uh, lends itself to total decentralization because of, you know, natting and, and being a... It gets tricky mm, yeah. it down, can down the road, but... but certainly Federation should, pro- should probably work because Basically, you're I actually wrote non- the answer there, which is use Tor as a VPN. Oh, that's what you meant by that. Because if you're talking <laughs> over a VPN, yeah. the VPN knows where you are, and you've got connections you know, going with Tor them. actually does solve the nat problem. So yes, if it you does. can if you can build off Tor, that would actually work. Tor and that is actually the, uh, more anonymous resistant. or the anonymity yeah, protocol for the internet. Like I said, you guys are getting a little too far. Okay, in the yes. we've got to start a show <laughs> yeah. where we have this conversation once. I a week. think he Maybe has a Wednesday show. It's night. called uh, Freedom but, to Crypt. But he does technical news. We, I, mean, I want to do... do technical talk. Oh, I see. So, so, so here's the thing: we actually do that um, occasionally with people when I interview them. But like when I, we do a regular show, it's 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 the news. I see. <laughs> if that yeah. makes any sense. So I mean, see, we can I would, do a show. I'll tell you, you I would come um, back and. And and co-host with you once a month if you wanted to do just text talk. Don't 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 uh, don't read articles. We'll talk after just, the show. Let's okay. just talk. His show, by the way, is Freedom Decrypted. Please go to freedomdecrypted.com. You can check out the program there. It's a once a week tech oriented, liberty leaning, liberty freedom friendly tech show, basically. Yeah. Over at freedomdecrypted.com. It's true. All right, so... And I talk a heck of a lot more on that show than you, you hear me on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, if I weren't sitting here, you guys would go off all the way into the weeds yeah. for three hours. Well, the thing is, there is an audience that would like that. Yes, but they're not on not radio. this audience. Yeah, not a radio they're audience. They're not, not listening to talk radio, so... Yeah, see, it's all your fault. You ruined me for radio by, by, this, by this you is, know, put, dropping this project in my lap. This is, I have to say, this is probably the most tech-friendly uh, show, radio show, like out there period hands down i mean who where else are you going to hear people talk about tor and vpns and decentralization well Well, and from an anarchist point of view though i mean this stuff is vital because even if you don't as a programmer you don't have to be a programmer you don't have to be developing an app but you have to have enough tradecraft that the government doesn't kill you before the revolution's over So, you know, and so knowing how these things work and how to communicate is is so vital Mm -hmm. uh, today because, you know, they're going to do a lot of things when the boogaloo comes. And some of those things are turning off GPS, Mm -hmm. which they can do very easily. Turn off the satellite, you mean? Turn off the satellites Mm -hmm. um, and turn off the servers. Google mm-hmm. will shut down when they're told to. Sure. So you're yeah. not going to be able to download the maps either. Um, whether or not, so there, there are these are huge issues. If you believe like I do that there is a that basically the government is on the verge of collapse. And when can it be there's over? There's going mean. to be chaos. <laughs> <laughs> can it start? Yes. Uh, nice. I'm ready. Six zero three two eight. Well, cell phone one's not ready, so let's. It's yeah, true. It Wait till I finish writing this thing, so we can use it to organize and win. Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. That's six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Of course, you can bring up whatever you want. We'll get back into New Year's Eve parties around the world, including right here in New Hampshire. We had an epic one uh, last night, and more coming up. Free Talk Live, you can bring up what you want here. It is New Year's Day. 
We did a very special episode of Free Talk Live last night, which was pre-recorded earlier this week, and that was because, well, pretty much all of our co-hosts, with the exception of Mark Edge, who is not in Florida or not in uh, New Hampshire, he's in Florida right now. That's okay. He's at G anyway. <laughs> uh, we're at the very same party. And uh, it was Quarantine Space Disco. You can go see the party flyer, the promo flyer that we had printed up for it. It's uh, been posted over at freekeen.com. Tells you a little bit more about the event. Uh, and the purpose of the event was to throw a party because, well, that's basically illegal now based on all these so-called governor's emergency orders. Yeah, it was kind of a funny feeling for me last night. It was fun because there were a couple of times when we when we thought the cops were coming and we're you know sitting out in the truck smoking weed and uh, <laughs> and, and the cops are coming yeah, and no, it was like okay round 2 name something that's not boring a laundry ooh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Being a teenager again, it's <laughs> like, you know, you're looking out for the cops when you're smoking. Looking over weed. your shoulder. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. and uh, it's. Were you it's, feeling paranoid? Um, well, you're not paranoid if they're really out to get That's you. True. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's that kind of interesting. I didn't really expect the cops to show up, but I mean, I did when they started lighting off fireworks. I didn't, and I I Honestly, thought that was going to bring the boys. That I, happened at midnight, by the way. Yeah, the problem is the problem is there's too many of us, and I don't think that. If we were really throwing a well, party. Well, the thing is, they don't want a pitched battle. Right, right, They right. don't want to take a risk that it's going to turn into a gunfight of them they, against 100 people. Right. They out. Uh, the problem is that we outnumber them in terms of just the number of people there, and they like to outnumber and us. And we also outgun them. Or three to one. Yeah, they, they really, they're bullies. They only want to pick on the people that are of smaller number than them. That's, that's their yeah, optimum situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and the town itself that it was in certainly didn't have the number, enough cops. No, they would to have had to brought in state police and yeah. uh, surrounding uh, yeah. police officers. And you can see how they use those numbers if you look at the progression at the, of the Sununu protests yeah. where you know first we show up and there's like four cars then we show up and there's 12 cars i i'm told that last week there were 30 cars out there or 20 cars this was the weekend or the it was, it was many, monday it was, night it was actually they, monday they outnumbered they definitely outnumbered the protesters yeah so you're talking about the candlelight or the vigil stretch. the vigil yeah you're talking people. about the candlelight vigil mm-hmm. uh video is up on freekeen.com of that actually vincent uh, i had him take footage because there were multiple ke- people with cameras that were yeah 
yeah. recording on Monday night. And mm-hmm. so there's all these different videos out there, and it's hard to kind of get a grasp of what really happened just from watching one of them. So um, I had Vincent take all those footage and put it all into one uh, video. So if you've been wondering what happened at that candlelight vigil, go watch that. It's about a 20-minute long video that gives you an overview of, of what happened there. But yeah, there were about a dozen cars on the scene initially, and then another dozen cars showed up with the cops that were sort of not quite full riot gear out, but they had batons and they had like a mask and a face shield on, and mm. they were like ready to fight. They were in a fighting stance. They surrounded. Oh yeah, yeah. they looked like you they watched were, it. Yeah. 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 They looked like video. they were ready to go to war. Yeah, it, it's funny and because these were like these were peaceful people. A candlelight vigil, right? A yeah. candlelight vigil. Guys standing around and complaining. They right, didn't even right. get to light their candles. That's how fast these cops it, swooped it, in on these it was guys. So they were their wedding. It was so yes. disturbing because it's. A, I mean, they're literally attacking speech. Your, yes. your right to protest. Well, it was disturbing, but it was also reassuring because now we know that for sure that the governor's a pussy. Yep. Um, oh yeah. We <laughs> We are, I, I feel like we already knew yeah, that. In case you but, didn't know. Well, um, now we know for, for sure. sure. Yeah, he can't handle a little bit of criticism. Yeah. Oh, and, oh did you hear that the uh, that Sununu canceled his coronation? Yeah, it was oh, yeah. insane. The, the reasoning, but too. There's yeah. going to be people there anyway. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a guy at the party last night. He says he's going to be out there on the 7th, you know, scanning for anybody trying to inaugurate anybody. Uh, yeah, they're going to be inside I, secretly. The yeah. crazy thing is this guy is basically afraid of like an eight-year-old boy he was complaining about a <laughs> trespasser and the only trespasser on the property was and i'm not even sure if the the kid was trespassing technically because i'm not sure if he got far enough up the driveway he wasn't trespassing because the, the the until somebody told him to leave yeah. right right he like, would not be trespassing and they did because tell him the property leave, is not signed yeah he, they told him to leave and he yeah. left uh, that's yeah. true that's true yeah no but what they were referring to uh chris the 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 so-called governor here, King Sununu, he had said that a protester was arrested his in his backyard. Excellency. Yeah, it arrested in his backyard well, the, with a gun and 24 rounds of ammunition. That doesn't make any sense because nobody went onto the property. Wait, who was arrested in his backyard? So his name was uh, Skyler. He was actually at the party last night. Oh, um, oh, Big guy okay. with a beard. Yeah, that was the guy who was talking to me. He was telling me there were still going to be people uh, up looking for the inauguration. Yeah, so he, he, was, he wasn't... Okay, so depending on what you think about easements, mm-hmm. he wasn't in Sununu's yard. He was right. There's a path that goes up on the side of Sununu's house. On yep. like, if you're facing the house, it's on the right side of the house. But it's a public path. It's a paved path, yeah. and it goes well, from Sununu's house. It goes over to like a town country mm-hmm. store. So people travel that path yeah. all the time. And this guy was walking up the path with a group of protesters. Mm-hmm. He happened to be off the path a little bit, but he was still within the easement. Yeah, so nothing more than a group of kids walking home from school yeah, would no do. Difference. They got a little off the sidewalk. But the uh and the thing is, this is this is New Hampshire and the, what the law says here is that you can walk up to a stranger's house and knock on the door and say hi just to be neighborly. Sure. Yeah. You have a right to go Unless on no, any well, property it can be posted. you are not I mean, you can be told, to go You can be told not to go on the property, then you're you trespassing. Right. But yeah, in, until in, they've told you otherwise. it is forbidden, right. it is permitted. Right, Correct. right, right, right. Correct. Absolutely. Um, so he's being charged with uh, criminal trespass and so-called disorderly conduct, as I understand it, uh, all for just trying to walk to the store. Yeah. Yeah, disorderly is this try this broad encompass everything and, kind of law and this was um, a was a journalist right no well i mean he's a youtuber 
Okay. So the, the journalist was there, there. There was a different guy there who works for Inside NH or NH Journal. Yeah, and, yeah. And he got ticketed. That was disturbing. So, okay, there I was thought one he got guy, arrested. One guy got arrested. He's a YouTuber. Uh-huh. The other guys, everyone else, including Bill Domenico, longtime uh, listener here on Free Talk Live, he called in about it on Monday night after it went down. He got a ticket. Mm-hmm. So everyone else that was there, there were apparently nine people that uh, got ticketed. So every person that was there for the Ken you know, vigil. You know what was messed up? See, is- I think it would be interesting if all, uh, if, if all of them just showed up at the courthouse and said, sure, throw us in jail for a few times. Mm-hmm. We'll have for a few well, days. Well, that's presuming we'll they don't time. drop the charges. Yeah. Which they probably. I, I will. think they're going to be. It doesn't. It's not authorized in New Hampshire. It's for, clearly for, unconstitutional yeah, to yeah. ban yeah. picketing. It, it, it's at the national level. It might not be unconstitutional for a state to pass it or mm-hmm. a, a town. But because New Hampshire requ- is a what's called homeroom. Home rule. Home rule. Not, it's not a home rule state. It's, sorry. Yeah, it's not yeah. a home rule state. The city doesn't have the power to pass ordinances that are not authorized by the state. That's correct. And the state has not authorized this ordinance. The RSA that they reference in, um, I believe, the That's minutes. The statutes here. Um, yeah. But not it, just It doesn't actually that. authorize it. It's deliberately targeted at speech. It is completely Absolutely. contrary to the First Amendment. It is. Um, it's it's yeah. unconstitutional at the national level, I think, for different reasons. You know. um, but it would probably have to go up to a higher court to and the to be thing over, is um, to to win that one. It's it's also arguably covered under the New Hampshire s- statute sure. as part of our right to revolution. Yeah, we're just refraining from being slavish. Yeah, right. um, but they <laughs> want you to have to go fight it out in court. That's Absolutely, what, they showed up there with the intention to arrest those and or ticket yeah. those guys, and that's what well, they, they did. showed up there with the intent to intimidate and i think yeah. what we need to do is go back next week with more people and say Sunday, yeah give us tickets give us as many tickets as you want yeah i, I believe we'll there's keep coming i believe there is a uh two o'clock on sunday, sunday but that's at town yeah. hall right? um it's at town hall it is yeah um however Same town, new fields uh, new hampshire yeah I, I guess i probably shouldn't go into any of the details on that one but um, i'm not sure how public it is um but yeah, I mean, oh well, trust me, they've infiltrated. So, I, yeah, as know. a matter of fact, the way to do it is what I would say is let's after every time we go to court with these guys, because even if we can't go inside, we can still go back them up at court mm-hmm. from the outside, form a crowd, give them some, give them some love. Uh, That's but, presuming they open the courts. Well, even I mean, eventually these guys are going to have to go to court, or they can't find them. Well, they may have uh, closed court hearings. They may have secret courts. Yeah, so, I mean, so, we already know but, they're doing secret courts, But anyway, courts, what my suggestion was going to be was that every day, uh, every day that they actually go to court, after they go to court, let's go to Sununu's house. <laughs> and to put some stank on it, yeah. I think we should literally show up with signs mm-hmm. and walk in circles. So we are deliberately picketing, mm-hmm. exactly picketing, yeah. nothing other than picketing, and we are in direct defiance yeah, of that the, nonsense. The protesters law. on Monday tried their best to do what they were told. Yeah, don't uh, do what you're told. Yeah, that was a Fight mistake. Back. It never works because they just wanted to ticket. They, you know, they were just going to tell them they're going to ticket either way. Yeah, yeah. and then I do not consent, and they're I trying will to get not you to submit. Comply. So don't. We got more coming up here, and you can join us 603-283-6160. 
Freedom! Freedom is the call of the untamed Scotsman and all others that want to feel the wind under their kilts. At Free Talk Live, we love the breezy, swinging feeling that only a kilt from Sport Kilt can give. We teamed up with Sport Kilt to let you experience their form of freedom at a discount. Go to kilts.freetalklive.com and see a picture of Richie and me in our kilts. And then head over to sportkilt.com. Get some stylish freedom for yourself and use code FTL for a 10% discount. Sportkilt.com. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the second hour here on this New Year's Day edition of the program. In the studio with you tonight, you've got Ian, nobody, and Chris. So you can bring up whatever you want. Uh, I was just talking in the chat room on our Matrix server over at chat.lrn.fm where there are a number of critics, a uh, bunch of uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> libertarian critics who really just don't like the idea of moving for more freedom. They think that uh, New Hampshire has been a, a failure, that New Hampshire freedom migration has been a failure because there are restrictions on COVID here. Well, screw them. Let's throw them out and get some new fans. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if, if all you care about is COVID, yeah, it's a failure. But if that's not all you care about and you care about freedom, it's not a failure. We've got 30 representatives uh, you know, in the House. We've, we've mm-hmm. increased that from the last uh, election cycle from 24. It's only been going up. There's only been But more, their argument you know, is that the representatives were not able to stop this. Well, of course not. Well, the representatives won't be able to stop there's this. There's 400 representatives. The people who... <laughs> we don't have enough yet <laughs> to uh, stop it. Yeah, the, there aren't enough and the game is rigged. Okay, so the thing is, the point of having people playing the game is that it gives you voice. Okay, we are out maneuvering opportunity to speak. That's what I'm looking for when I run for office. That's the great thing about a migration movement is that it enables us to outmaneuver the standard, the status quo, and Mm -hmm. outshout them. Right. I mean, imagine if two thousand of us showed up at Sununu's house. They're not. They're going to be out there writing tickets. I don't think so. They're not prepared for a scenario where people actually move because the average individual that they're used to having to deal with will not move for freedom. And they sure won't do anything about freedom. But the people who move to New Hampshire are active individuals because they've moved. They're willing to sacrifice. They're willing to get up and move to a place where their vote will count. So it screens out the weak. And and that's a good thing. Uh, The the. It the it does make it difficult because of course you need some rank and file people mm-hmm. who you know I mean half half of the people in the world are average or below sure. so you know if you if you can't appeal to those people um, you're going to lose on the numbers um, and and so you know I think that's something that that we need to need to improve there tends to be an elitist sound to the way people talk about anarchy that I think we need to I think we need to let it go we need to we need to change it a little well I mean I think the I think you're talking about the left basically criticizing um, well I mean the thing is like I grew up going to Grateful Dead shows you know, and, you know, hippies, they like build stuff themselves. They make stuff 
themselves. They're they're, they're little agorists, you know, most of yeah. them. And then there's the like the 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 socialist hippies who are who, they're a different kettle of fish, but they're both there. You know, and the thing is, one group of people is actually very closely aligned with us. I think one of the things that the the folks and the the critics don't understand is that there's real power in migration, in in gathering people of a like mindset together. There's not only the value of just having a community of people like last night we had, you know, 70 or so people that were hanging out together at an amazing New Year's Eve party and the police they knew we were there because we were right on Route 101 oh, yeah. they and they, were, they knew we were there and there they were, were driving disc- up and down that road all night yeah and there were disco balls that had bright lights being yeah. shined at them and spinning I mean, around and so if you were driving by you could hear the party yeah, yeah. going on from the road so Ian was <laughs> at the party all night and you could see his balls through the window <laughs> and the gl- police still wouldn't come they weren't my uh, balls they were spaced <laughs> Balls were those? They were space discos balls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was uh, Derek, Derek, yeah. uh, Derek J's balls. <laughs> Groovy. Yeah, I'm sure they're very pretty. Um. Uh, Singularity <laughs> is accusing me of lying about what the people in the chat were saying. Well, I don't feel like I was, but if you want to call in, I mean those those chatters are always free to call in. But they they love being in the peanut gallery where they just yeah, you know I, I would love to hear I hear I'd love to hear yeah. from somebody else to call in and, and tell us what what yeah, you think. Tell us what we're well, we should about. we should send them some monkeys because lo- monkeys love peanuts. I you know I, I have to say <laughs> I, 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 your your perspective seems to be what I have heard them say repeatedly in that chat room so i'm not sure what they said you know what he's referencing that was wrong because maybe there was something with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was a little bit different in this particular set of... But they say this crap all yeah, the time. Yeah, they say this stuff all the time. Yeah. So, well, you know, call in and tell us know, what, what, what is The don't always about. like being weeded out, and sometimes they have to tell you why those grapes were sour anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's go to somebody else who's here in New Hampshire. One of the earliest movers. Uh, Dave Ridley is on the line with us from Ridley. Riddle me this. RidleyReport.com. Hey, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. We're not. We're not competing with. We're not competing with perfect here. No, no, it's not going to be an easy nope. road. And we have. Uh, but we don't have to be perfect. No. We just have to get yeah. to a point where you know we have some influence, and and then maybe maybe we can you know move the move the target higher, right? You know, target. Yeah. It's 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 not that high of a target right now, and we can move that up and make it even better. But you got to mm-hmm. start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, just being able to stand up against the really stupid tyranny. 
You know, if we could actually gather a thousand people as opposed to having 4,000 here but busy with other things, if we could actually gather a thousand people at the state house when we needed to, we wouldn't need to do it very often. Mm -hmm. Ridley, what were you calling about? Okay, so around September, I did a video, really just a glorified podcast, where I was talking about what happened to your co-host. Aria, where she was vandalized. Oh, during her. Oh my uh, God! Oh, they yeah. broke Aria during their during her sheriff's campaign. Uh, she had her car t- uh, tagged with the oh, word "fag" oh. and uh, spray paint of a penis on the side of her car, and they also slashed her tire and slashed the top on her convertible. Oh, but they didn't actually so, vandalize <clears throat> Aria. Not that I know of. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a, as a result of me doing this video uh, about. Two months later, uh, YouTube deleted the video uh, and uh, warned my account, my YouTube account, Ridley Report, <clears throat> YouTube.com slash Ridley Report. For what? Did uh, they, they say why? They, 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 I, again, I was just reporting what had happened, you know, and obviously objecting to it, uh, objecting to the, the, the vandalism. And uh, YouTube accused me of, accused that, uh, that podcast of harmful or violent content was what they called it. Really? Well, he was reporting on, on harm and violence. <laughs> you know, you know, this is, this I guess right. that's not allowed this is, anymore. This is why I am so adamantly against centralized <clears throat> solutions. Yeah, get they your take own the server, power Dave. and they put it in the hands of a few and then the rest of us, we just got to take it. And that's not right. We need to we need to move off of these services, move off of YouTube, move off of Facebook, move off of, you know, any centralized service, basically. See, what if Dave you, uh, needs is to, a producer. Dave needs a producer to, uh, to set up the machine and to sell the advertising for him. If you go to ShireSociety.com, I'm uploading the original versions of each each video in question. Um, to where? So Having you they're, 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 on bit, they're on BitChute. Yeah, that's not me. That's so, not me. Oh, okay. As as a matter of fact, dude, give me a call offline, and I'll I'll give you some space on my website. But isn't BitChute another centrally? Uh, they're yeah, all centrally owned. If they're not owned by you, yeah, they're um, either owned by you or somebody else. Dave, Maybe did you, you did you did you say you were also uploading to library somewhere? Yes. Okay, that's the way to do it because yeah. that's a decentralized Definitely. video. That's something, system. but you still have to have your own server space in order to make sure that you're always pinned. That is optimal. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, there's more to the story. Uh, uh, later, okay, I guess it must have been two weeks later, I did another podcast, equally innocuous, basically just bouncing ideas around about how to, how to get along with China, how to avoid a war with China, how to stand up to China. You know, but it was pretty mainstream, you know, just foreign policy discussion. And uh, that video then uh, about a week ago, that got deleted. And my es- they escalated their their uh, their status. Uh, they escalated their strikes against my account. They say that it's a full blown strike on my account. I was banned from uploading for one week. And wow. presumably Alex Jones called it Infowars. Hold that thought, Dave. If you got more to say there, hang on. I want to make sure you have a chance to get your thoughts out. This is Free Talk Live with Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com.
It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything here. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Chris. You've heard us talking about Divi here on Free Talk Live. It is cryptocurrency that makes it super easy to set up your own master node, which is a special node on the network that provides certain services in return for some compensation. And you can set your master node up simply by downloading the Divi full node client. Go to DiviProject.org. Oh, and you do need to have some Divi uh, in order to do that. In order to get Divi, you can buy it on exchanges or, better yet, buy it straight from the Divi team. Just connect with them via their Telegram channel through DiviProject.org. You'll find a link there. That's D-I-V-I Project.org. We go back to Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com. Dave... You were telling us that YouTube has targeted your channel. Now, you've been on YouTube for more than a decade, I think, at this point, uh, and you have uh, thousands of videos up there. You're kind of like a one-man TV journalist, basically. I'll tell you what. When I was doing activism, more people walked up to me and said, hey, I saw you on the Ridley Report than anywhere else you know Mm -hmm. this is the crazy thing is if if ridley is like one of these characters like if there was anybody uh you know that you could you could say you could put them up on a stand and say well you know uh they're not going to get taken down even with these you know rules right these arbitrary rules that you know youtube decides on um it would be ridley he's not this uh particularly he's not like a racist he's not you know a bigot he's not a violent pro-violence he doesn't do any of those things so you know when you start seeing people like him being taken down you know it's bad it's bad you know that there is a you know information war sort of thing going i don't like the word necessarily because of how it's been used with alex jones but 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 it's exactly what's going on they are at war with you for your mind they're trying to destroy your mind, you know? Ridley, t- um, take us back. You were trying to complete the story. They targeted your channel for what was essentially a, a video blog where you just sort of opined uh, about some issues, that, uh, about some news that, that was transpiring. They blocked you some for some temporary amount of time, and then they came at you again? So uh, they blocked me for this second, this second video, which was, they called it a strike. Uh, I don't know why they deleted the video. I don't know why they punished me for putting it up. I was just talking about foreign policy. Uh, and then uh, then uh, they said the next thing, next time it'll be, a, I guess, a two- or three-week ban on uploading. I'm currently banned from uploading for a week. Wow. And then the next one after that, the next one after that will result in the complete deletion and erasure of my channel. Wow. Okay, do you have everything and, and no, on that there's channel no way, backed if I may, up? If I may... There's there's no way that I can stop that probably because I've got thousands of videos up. I have no idea which one they're going to target next. Right. Somebody's say, snitching well, on you, right? There's somebody out there yeah. who's reporting your videos, and then somebody at YouTube is just you know Going pulling, along pulling the plug. Can you reproduce that channel elsewhere? That's the first question. Did, because did, if not, we need to defend those assets by downloading them. Did you do the better way to ask that question? Is did you when you went on Library, Dave? Did you choose the import option for YouTube, where Library makes it super easy? Does that do everything though? It goes the whole history of a channel. Oh. Yeah, it imports every single it, video. Uh, yeah, well, I did as much as I could. Uh, they, it, it's been preserved back to about 2015, and we also preserved uh, the years 2008 through 2010. When you I say we did, uh, do you mean 
When you who's we? Uh, well, basically, Meta Cafe and I. I had these. Stuff okay, but my question is about library. Lbry.com. It's uh, for listeners well, yeah, that don't I know. Also, I also did li- I also did library, but they only cover you back for a thousand videos. So that really? takes me back to. Tw- Oh so wow! The the last oh, wow. the last basically the last thirteen hundred videos are are covered. Can you contact? I would reach out okay. to the library guys and say, "Hey, is done, there a way that done?" You did. They won't do it. If you get me a list there, of those URLs, I will at least download those and get them on a hard you, drive where they won't be lost. Hey, Ridley, a question for you: Have you contacted Jeremy directly? Because just. Yes. Open yes. up another account yes. and ask him to take more. Yeah, what did they, What was the response from library? Je- Jeremy's working on it. Oh, oh he's okay. working on it. Okay, you made it sound like no. Okay, good. Oh, okay. So, well, that's great because library is a great little I mean, system. Not, I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying that they'll know how to fix the problem, but mm-hmm. I think they're looking into it. Well, so, they do yeah. know. I they know just how to increase fix, the, fix the problem, yeah, which right? is have somebody else upload the next thousand and have somebody no, 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 else no, it doesn't upload work like that. the next thousand. It doesn't work like that. It's like an automatic sync and there's no options. Yeah. When you well, what, make it work like that, you can write something that. Well, that, that's what I think what Jeremy's downloads on. <laughs> video from YouTube and uploads it. The software already exists. Yeah. Run it on a different, run the same software on a different server. No, it, it, it's, 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 it's not software you run on your computer. It's, it's their. Software. They have a system, system well, that does it. They've got the source to it, don't they? If they give me well, a copy, right, I can but Jeremy make said it that run. They're working. Really, just said Jeremy said that that's what they were working on. Yeah, so. they're working on it. All right. Yeah. So, Dave, <laughs> thanks for sharing uh, the story here with us tonight. Hey, while you're on with us, Dave, what do you have to say to the critics who say that oh, New Hampshire's a failure because all these COVID restrictions in New Hampshire? There's other states without the COVID restrictions. It's clearly been a failure to have thousands of libertarians moving to New. New Hampshire. So Churchill once said that, you know, democracy was the worst form of government except for all the others uh, in existence at the time. I think right right now the, the free stater migration is the worst libertarian movement except for all the others. <laughs> Which is to say <laughs> none. That's funny. That there are yeah. no others. Yeah. It's, it's, a very, yeah. it's a true statement, though. I mean... Yeah. Well, I would say there are others. There, the freedom cells thing is something real. There's not, not a migration, migration. Uh, movement. That's it's, not a migration. It's not a migration. Some of them are it's talking... A different, it's a different that's way That's just a of, way for people to connect in within yeah. a state. Yeah. And that's not bad. It's just not a migration. Yeah, definitely I not. think uh, it may well turn into a migration over time well, or I know a number Derek of Bros, migrations. Uh, Derek Bros, who's one of the co-founders, is trying to get people to move to Mexico, but that's not well, going to work. that's going to be one migration. It's yeah. not one that I'm enthusiastic no. about. It didn't work for the Anarchapulco people. That turned into an so, absolute I mean, mess. I think, I think this is a good opportunity well, to talk about. I mean, did people just have personal disputes Of course. There? Because that's going to happen everywhere. So I, yep, and it fell there's apart. There's no place you... Oh, is there no community there no. anymore? Or Nope. Wow. So I think one of the reasons uh, I think we should talk about why, you know, New Hampshire had, was picked and, you know, what makes it a success and why it's even been possible at all. Dave, thanks for the call tonight, man. I do appreciate it. Oh, uh, one other it. thing. Yes. Am I still on? Yeah. The one other thing, you know, there was this moment uh, back in 2001 when the Free State Project was first formed and they had a little Yahoo group. And you can you can go back. I, yep. I went back, oh, yeah. you know, a few years ago. I went back and looked at these first few posts from the first two days. While the Free State Project was under discussion, and it was obvious just from those first fifty or sixty posts that that this whole thing was New Hampshire's race to lose. If mm-hmm. there was going to be a place for people to go, it immediately rose to the top under discussion. Is New Hampshire people? People yeah. immediately, instinctively thought about New Hampshire when they had this idea of moving to a small state for freedom. 
Yeah. Well, it's not just a small state and it's not just a depopulous state. It's a state where they think more like us than anybody else. Yeah, There's definitely. There's a reason the state motto here is live free or die. And although they're, they are getting put upon, I think that New Hampshire has the spirit to stand up and fight when the time comes. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate the call tonight. That's Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com. And you can join us here as well on Free Talk Live at 603-283-6160. Having taken her father's throne, Sarah Calhoun has fallen out with one of her best allies, and her brother Nathaniel heads into Imperial Philadelphia with a reckless plan. Her uncle Thomas, armed with new powers and new allies, aims to remove Sarah from her throne and from the world of the living to survive and to gain the strength she needs to fight an impossible war. Sarah must unite the Mound Builder Kings to enact an ancient rite that will propel her beyond mortality. Servant Daughter by T.J. Butler is the newest entry in the Dragon Award-winning Witchy War series from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. This is Free Talk Live, and of course you can bring up anything you want. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Although, from time to time, we will see what you're talking about in the chat room and address it on the air. Although, we'd love to have one of these critics actually call in and have a real conversation. Instead of just sitting there sniping in the chat room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would love to. I would love to hear from you. Uh, I'd especially like to hear what what you got going on, moving toward liberty in your state. Um, you know, it would be it would be certainly interesting if you can call up and tell me you've got. You know, do you have a hundred people to party with on uh, on New Year's Eve? Do you have? You know, 100 people showing up at the governor's house. Mm. There's some states that do. There are some, some states, states that have more that than 100. Beating, yeah. beating us But the that. thing is, the, the thing is, a bunch of them are conservatives. Those are the guys that I want to be with That's because it. they're conservatives. Yeah. Yeah, they're not liberal. The libertarian. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. The, the, the problem is that every state is a moving... Every, every It's not every state. It's every region in the world is moving away from freedom. And then... Yeah. And that's that's at the end of the day, you can't solve that problem overnight. You can only solve the it only- by moving those who still believe in freedom to a region and changing that. And you can't. You know, right. it's not that it's not that there aren't some things that are better in I don't I don't know Idaho or whatever where I don't even know what states there are that are like more more friendly to. Well, actually, I think one of the guys is in I- is in Idaho um, in the chat room. And the thing is, even yeah, if I mean, you could make the government completely disappear, the free tomorrow, yeah. The Free State Project would still be necessary next year, or the Live Free or Die Project, which is my little, uh, my fork of the Facebook project, or, uh, you know, the uh, Shire Society, which is... You're saying that you would need the freedom people to stick around. Well, we would need them to stick around, and we would need more to come here, because what's going to happen if and when the government falls is people are going to... 
each have a particular way in which they need to in which they want to live that that meets their particular values and whether of that is objectively right or wrong is completely irrelevant they want to do it they want to try it and they will so i need to let the people who want to be communists and i need to let the people oh yeah who want to be something other than i want to be the 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 white separatists and the black separatists and the uh and the 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 the, the followers of every set of ideas and persuasions are going to be out there in anarchy mm-hmm. and Generally, my strategy is try to be where the biggest number, the biggest concentration of people that believe what I believe is, because that's where I'm going to be happiest and more comfortable. I don't want to be in conflict with the world all the time. I'd rather be left alone. I'm Mm. fighting now because I'm 50 years old and it's my last shot Mm -hmm. and it's not, and, and, you know, it's not time. I'm not ready to make it a shooting war, yeah. so I have to fight them by activism. Right, and so I get it when people are saying, oh, well, you know, New Hampshire hasn't been great when it comes to COVID restrictions, and that is obviously in your face, and it's anti-freedom, and like I get that those points. But while some of the conservatives are you know, on the right side of the issue when it comes to mask mandates and things like that, they are going to be against us on a bunch of other things like legalization yeah. of drugs and mm, prostitution yeah. and you know but, gambling. And things but like but that. that's okay because all you need to do, okay, basically on 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 issues in general, Democrats and Republicans are going to disagree, mm-hmm. and they're going to mostly neutralize each other. So it only takes a small swing. Vote right, which we have now in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah we do. I mean, but the problem it's is it's not didn't... big enough. To, no, to the thing but is, if it if it gets to twenty percent, right, we will basically, if we can stay unified, we will be the most powerful uh, political force. Ironically enough, we will in be the state. It's it's a starting point, though. Okay, yeah. so it's it's something more than anyone anywhere else has, but it's still not enough to overturn something right. that exists. And unfortunately, the emergency order statute exist and that you know they've been existence for probably decades yeah. uh here in new hampshire which of course illegally arguably and, unconstitutionally and remember, gives the governor right. all these so-called powers we, well, we've, we've been talking about how every state every place mm-hmm. in the world has been going in the opposite direction for yeah. 200 they all have these more, statutes or more years right all of them like do. right yeah. it's it's just because we happen to have a governor in power right now who is you know i don't know if i want to say pro-covid or whatever you however you want to phrase he's it he's a branch covidian yeah it, it doesn't necessarily mean cult. It doesn't necessarily mean that we don't have a lot of people in New Hampshire who are against what he is doing. And the thing is, not having COVID restrictions would not be the best thing that could have happened to the Free State Project. The best thing that could happen to the Free State Project is they heap these restrictions upon us and we stand (laughs) up and say no. No. That is the real victory. Yeah, this, we need a Sununu to fight. I, I might be looking at this uh, as, a, uh, as from a very optimistic perspective, but I think the COVID situation is uh, the crackdowns in other states has been one of the, the best thing that's happened to the migration movement. In we've had a lot more people years. moving yeah. here as a result. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm not for the 
crackdown, obviously, but you know, to the extent that it's helped us, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna take what I can get. Well, I mean, always as you move toward a revolution, the government will be getting worse and worse and driving more and more people into your arms. Because, you know, it it gets harder to har- and harder to rule the more dissent you have to deal with. And that means yep. you have to tax more. It means you have to take more shortcuts like police brutality. Um, and it means you have to do a whole number of things that are going to make even the below average people angry. One of the other critics or criticisms here has been that, uh, you know, I brought up the fact that we have 30 state reps. And of course, somebody then trots out, oh, yeah, is one of them Amanda Bolden? Now, for listeners that don't know, <laughs> that's a status, that funny. a uh, Free State Project participant, an early mover who moved here as a supposed anarchist. Then she became a true, it seems like very unfreedom friendly mm-hmm. uh, Democrat. In fact, has even come out and attacked verbally the her former libertarian friends. And so, oh my God, somebody changed their mind. That must mean the whole philosophy <laughs> is illegitimate, right? Wow, right. So, no, that's not actually how any of this works. The reality is, people change their minds all the time. They do. People defect from every side to every other side yep. as their thinking changes or they become attached to a different set of genitals. Yeah, and that's a great point. So, we, we actually had a Democrat <laughs> become a Libertarian, if you recall. Actually, I had two Republicans switch yeah, to the Libertarian Party and a Democrat from Keene switch well, state representatives. three Democrats mm. become Libertarians if you count me. I mean state um, representatives. Sitting, yes. sitting state representatives uh, a couple, I don't know, three years ago, mm. four years ago actually changed yeah. from uh, Republican and Democrat to Libertarian. Now, none of them got reelected as libertarians but <laughs> or as, that is as democrat oh yeah as, liber- as libertarians mm, right. uh, but that but that is an example of people changing from the other side and coming and yeah. joining the uh, the libertarians some of those, some See, of those people I, were barely holding on though so it, it wasn't it too wasn't unexpected. time for that though mm-hmm. uh if if i had been them i would have and i was actually in in office the truth be told i would have kept the r after my name or i would have kept the d after my name and instead tried to be a libertarian democrat or yeah. a libertarian republican no, i agree with you, you know, nobody on you know, that um, you know, but at the same time we need the we need the libertarian party as well we need to cover all three fronts. What, you know what's interesting, though, too, is that people in New Hampshire, uh, you know, we got representation, but it's there's a lot of places where you, the same people get elected year after year after year, or, or election cycle after election cycle after election cycle, and new people never show their face. Like, And, and so you end up with, um, I, I forget what you call that, but you end up with these people who aren't doing, they have absolutely no care about anything other than being reelected. And and you don't have as much of that in New Hampshire. People How come and they go frequently. We're cast in New Hampshire for Donald uh, for each side in You can look that up if you yeah. uh, if you want the state know. State Secretary of State uh, Elections Division has all those details. Yeah, Actually, Daryl, he'd known that off the top right. of yeah, his he head. <laughs> Wikipedia uh, has that information as well. Uh, there's more coming up here at 603-283-6160. If you want to give us a call, you're welcome to. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, you can bring up anything here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 
323-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Oops, sorry, nobody. Try that again. Nobody. All right, thank you. And Chris. Uh, so 603-283-6160. We are addressing some of the critiques about the Free State Project or the New Hampshire Liberty Migration, which has been, I would say, a tremendous success. And I think it's an important point to point out. It has just barely begun. The Free State Project's uh, goal was to reach 20,000 people who said that they would migrate to the same place. They ended up choosing New Hampshire in a popular vote uh, or in a uh, Condorcet method vote or whatever. Anyway, it was it was it won the vote. And uh, when 20,000 people said that they would move, they then started a five-year time window. Now, it took a long time to get to 20,000, and unfortunately, it, it should have been a lot faster, and there's some other ways it could have been done that would have been better, but... We didn't live well, in that reality. So, th- And the thing that that illustrates is that we didn't know then what cryptocurrency taught us, mm-hmm. which is you can fork. Mm-hmm. If the movement isn't doing what you think it should be doing, that's okay. Let them do their thing. Fork your own way. Find more people who feel the way you feel. And you don't have to agree on everything, you know? You, because I'll tell you what, I've got some serious disagreements with some members of the Free State Project, sure. but I'm a lot closer to them, even the ones I hate and even the ones who hate me, than I am to your average Joe on the street. Because the bottom line is, they're going to tolerate me. They're not going to send men with clubs to go. I mean, if they want me messed up, they'll show up and try and do it themselves. Most of them won't. And most of them won't because that's not how they do. They don't initiate force. So I don't care that they're different. So, uh, again, 603-283-6160. So the, the point was that the Free State Project, which was the project that brought a lot of movers here, a, f- a few thousand, a yeah. couple thousand, uh, that uh, they haven't even finished their time window yet for the move. That ends actually in February. The five-year yeah. window started February 2016. It is now January of 2021. So next month, at the beginning of February, I believe it's February 6th, they will be celebrating the close of that five-year window. And we just this last year in 2020 saw a record number number of people moving for the free state project more so than any other year the more people who participate the faster it'll grow too so i think that's the other thing people forget you know you know and it's 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 one of these things it's one of these things where success breeds success yeah yeah Yeah. exactly when you have increased number of people moving and participating because they they didn't even know about the the project you know until Mm -hmm. recently that's true a lot of people didn't you will have more chatter and you will have more people talking with other people who do know about the project which means more people will grow and it so it should grow uh, more like exponentially than than linearly well the thing that it's going to need to do though is it's not bringing one tribe to new hampshire it's bringing many tribes Mm -hmm. to new hampshire which are loosely aligned okay but able and willing to tolerate each other and that's the important thing and so the the free state project needs to fork again and again absolutely and if you think they're doing it wrong and i think everybody who's watched them thinks they're doing it wrong in at least one respect mm-hmm. they're making like one mistake sure so no, no, it's, it's not they're doing to it. the extent it's not they're that doing it they're wrong. doing it wrong I, you need to go in and do, do it, it right, right. I, I, because yeah. there's a group of people that want exactly what the free state project is doing 
But there's a lot of other groups of people that don't exactly agree with them that would still benefit from being here. And yes. they need yep. different sirens I'm, to draw them right. in. I want to say it's not they're doing it wrong. It's we're doing it wrong. And we're solving that by forking. Well, anybody mm. who... Uh, I mean, there isn't a right or wrong way to do it. I came they here, appeal to a large audience. I, I came and here. And that's their job. I came here as part the of the Free State is, Project. I think most of us did. Yeah, however, I did too. However, when something doesn't work, you fork it. And when you fork yeah. it, you can succeed. And when you decentralize, it, take, it makes it harder to shut down. Mm-hmm. It makes the movement even more resilient. And yep. that's what yeah. we're doing. And you cooperate when Where you can. When yeah, you agree. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, if... I mean, even a country, even a state that was full of nothing but Amanda Boldens would be uh, infinitely preferable to the one that we've got now. I mean, she's gotten kind of toxic, but uh, but even but compared to the status quo anywhere, she's still probably better on a lot of things. Still a lot. She would have been a lot less of a problem. She helped because her instincts were more or less libertarian. Yeah, she did. Even though she lost her intellectual way, she did help with um, certain drug. Not decriminalization, but like this was the, uh, after she this was, yeah, changed yeah. majorly. Yeah, she didn't completely reverse directions. She changed she her mind on some important issues. Well, but she's still basically an anti-authoritarian that's, at heart. I don't even know. Uh, uh, far. Wow, I don't know. About I don't that, know man. if I'd go that uh, far. Have you have know. you heard some of the things she said post? Uh, you know, I mean, it certainly doesn't well, sound saying, even remotely like what she was about your ex-colleagues is not the same as a complete reversal because the bottom line it's is how she when voted. people it's like when people break up they say mean things about each other for a while the, the problem but, though uh, it's, it's not just about what she was saying about her ex-friends it was you know how she ended up voting and what she was then advocating for very authoritarian yeah. i thought well but at least on some of the things yeah. Well, anyway, the, the the you know Amanda Bolden is just one example of somebody who's yeah, fallen away I from the ideas about, of liberty, and she's not about she's not the only person. There have but, been but there have been I'm others saying, like Chris Cantwell. He went towards yeah, a more hard right absolutely. direction. I mean, now, we're talking about like a few people a out of thousands. Sorry, guys, you're both talking at the same time. We can't have that. I would not want to live in a state that was full of nothing but Chris Cantwells. Amanda Bolden's I could probably tolerate. Well, but, but you haven't been around her. I can tell you this. Uh, I tried to reach out to Amanda to get some a comment from her about a story, and when she found out that it was me texting her, she completely ignored me. So she's oh. she's trying to pander to these uh, de- Democrats. She ended well, up marrying one of them. she may just be mad at you. I have no idea why that would be, but... Uh, I don't either. She, but, but my point is, she didn't want to. She didn't want to have a conversation. I mean, I never did anything but you know treat her kindly and gave her plenty of airtime on this show to talk about her charities that she did. So I mean, not that that means she owes me anything, but I mean, I never did anything that was, I would say, uh, aggressive or mean well, towards I mean, her. Maybe she heard something you, you said know, after after she changed and and it rubbed her the wrong way. People yeah, well, get, I did report on her may, what she did. It may have nothing to do with any of that. Yeah. Um, people generalize, and when they feel like they're being attacked. Um, sometimes they will yeah. aren't able to handle it, and well, they will an, go in a different direction yeah. because they think, well, 
you know, everybody hates me. But that's well, she was probably mad because I did report on the fact that she was uh, involved in a case with a guy who was a state representative named Kyle Tasker at the time. Uh, he was uh, dr- I remember this. He was selling uh, cannabis to some of the state reps and, yeah. and some other folks, and she got caught up in that. And she tried to kind of throw him under the bus as uh, as much as she could in that situation. And it it was just oh, an that ugly. I'm not. Typical yeah, politi- cool. political. It was kind of the beginning of the end for her, yeah. and and you know I didn't keep her. I didn't keep her name Garbage. out of the report, and so maybe she was mad about that. But regardless, the point is that when you have a movement or a migration of a large number of people who are libertarians to the same place, not only is it going to be a, a disparate group of people that have different beliefs on different things, even though they're overall pro freedom friendly. It's also going to be the point where you're going to find some failures. If you have a thousand or two thousand oh, yeah. people, two thousand people might have more right failures somewhere. than successes. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I would say that if you want to move twenty thousand, uh, you know, people who stay completely aligned with you, you'll move a hundred thousand other people in the process yeah. of doing and filter that through them because. Yeah. You know, any any group of people that you move, 80% of them won't be there in 20 years. Yep, that's true. Yeah, and some it, people come and some people go. I think they bring energy and, and, and they're a pleasure to be around when they're here frequently. Yep. And if they leave after a while, that's okay. They graced us with their presence for a while. Mm-hmm. I think this some of the things that people should be looking at are how many people own property. Um, and, I, and I think that oh, yeah. it, because you can see based off the number of people, like just even in Keene, how many people own property. We've seen an increasing number of people buying in property and settling years, down. We have seen that. Right. Yeah. And I think I think that's something to look at because you know people talk about people coming and going all the time as if it's not like we're not increasing in mm-hmm. numbers or, yeah. or something. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's not. If you get a hundred, if, if you get a thousand people to move to any town for any reason. Yeah. Most of them won't stay there. Yeah, people will come. People will go. People yeah, will no. move within the state. People will move out of state. People will die. I right. mean, and the happens. thing is, so once people replacing have them. uprooted themselves once, they're going to be more open to moving again mm-hmm. because they're not where they started out mm-hmm. anymore. And so they're not comparing it to where they've always been. So, like, I love these other liberty migrations, and there are a few going on in the country, because once they've got people uprooted, if it doesn't work out, people will come here if it doesn't work yeah, out. Yeah, and they almost there. certainly people won't work out. There. None of them have, yeah. uh, except for the Free State Project uh, one. Well, none, nothing works out perfectly. Well, most but. of them have completely broken up and, and absolutely failed. Like, the Free State Wyoming's yeah. website isn't even online anymore. More coming up I'll here at Free Talk Live. It. Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Koinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Koinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pay sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Koinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Kicking off the third hour here, and you can join us at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Chris. 
And uh, we started the show out tonight talking briefly about a party that got thrown uh, last night. And, you know, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it to rub it in or anything, or anything like that. <laughs> but just to explain where we were. Some people, we actually had a guy call in saying he was worried that we'd been raided because the show wasn't oh, on yeah. video. He's not the only one, actually. Um, there's actually <laughs> yeah. it was a bunch of people who thought that. Really? Yeah, even people at the party thought were, were like, oh, I thought we were about to be raided. Uh, so. Well, Wait. when we were out smoking weed in the car, we thought we were being raided. Yeah. But, you know, What I meant was people thought the, sh- the studio was raided because we weren't. Oh, the studio? Yeah, the caller earlier said he was worried that we were rated as in Free Talk Live had been rated because we weren't on video last night. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Okay, that makes sense now. Don't jump to those conclusions if we're not on if we're not on video that's either some sort of technical difficulty. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely it's me forgetting. Uh, But in this case it was actually we were talking about during the episode that it was a pre recorded episode. So I mean that should have been pretty clear that we weren't Mm -hmm. here. Uh, And we couldn't mention yesterday why we weren't here but now we can't. And yes. the reason why uh, was because of this party that, you know, I thought was it was important to uh, to have this event go on because there has not been a good party since Forkfest. It it's was true. Yeah. Forkfest was a great party. I mean, we had a, oh. a good time and we're going to have a good one again coming up here in 2021. Honestly, this was a blast. Like, I. I don't even think Forkfest, you know, uh, could beat this. I mean, we, it was a better party than we yeah. had. I mean, as far as just at once, Forkfest is Absolutely, a week-long right. party, so it's it's right. different. Absolutely different. Uh, but as far as a th- fun, but six-hour party, yeah, then this I mean, was pretty epic. I'm I'm still waiting for the pork fe- or the for the Forkfest that runs from spring to fall, though, because that's going to be a hell of a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep waiting on that one. Yeah. All, all it takes is a small core of people. Mm-hmm. To form, and it can keep going all summer, all summer. You know what's funny? What they need is a cheap piece of land to do it on. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. Form a village. I kind of see what you're saying. And stay there. Nobody, but I kind of feel like Forkfest is what I have all year round mm-hmm. in Key, well, New Hampshire. That's the I, thing. I don't know. Like I, I went to Forkfest before. All we need before. is a place to camp. And we've got Forkfest all year round. There will always be a few people there hanging out and partying. Most people won't want to camp during the I wintertime. Mean, yeah. And the thing no, is... That, that's true. That's why I said spring to fall. Mm. It's... It, Forkfest is like a little uh, glimpse of what New Hampshire is like. That's how I've always seen it. It's like a little slice of anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so having a little slice of anarchy is what we're here for, right? Yeah, and I, I feel like because those are the people I'm around, you know, the same types of people, I feel like yeah. my Forkfest is year-round, but just by, by being here. And I know it's not quite the same. It's not camping, but it's still, you know, I'm still the, always constantly surrounded by people and events and things going on and, and, and having a good time. The thing is, what, what I, what I want to see happen is eventually to have um, basically a, a small community grow up in in new hampshire for sufficiently small values of growing up but and have it there permanently so it's like the kind of the permanent resort for the people who have moved to new hampshire and the people who haven't moved to new hampshire yet i think and, it, i think that would know, be the great would to do too but it's it's like it's still you know it's one of these things where it's like you're looking to make it even better Right. I'm looking to make it even better, and I'm looking to make it easier for people to move here. And what a community like that would do would give people an opportunity to establish some kind of an agorist 
Enterprise. Well, the good news is we already have uh, across the state, there are what's called market days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there's going to be one coming up here in the Keene area on Saturday. There, uh, there are people that come to a specific place. Mm-hmm. I won't say where, uh, but they come to a specific place and they have the trading that you're mm-hmm. talking about. People do offer their various different wares yeah. and such. There's one in Manchester. There's one on the seacoast. I don't know about the North Country, uh, but there are some of them across yeah. uh, the state. And they happen monthly. But if you get the, you know, if you get the population up to the point where I think it eventually will be, because basically I think there's going to be a, a lot of refugees in the near future. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be filling up a lot. And one of the big things we're going to need is cheap real estate keep these people on you can't yeah. can't be cheaper than a campground unfortunately there's nothing there the uh, real estate's starting to get more expensive at least houses are but uh campgrounds well, that may be available a, that makes it a, a good investment too maybe not as, as good as uh, bitcoin but so i wanted to get back to the the story about uh what happened here last night there were dozens of people maybe upwards of 70 plus people that came to this party uh it was really a lot of dozens. fun there were definitely more than dozens of people there i said maybe set maybe 70 or 70 so. definitely we had, we had over 113 that were confirmed but of course a lot of people last didn't minute show. didn't show up yeah. uh and so we uh you know the whole the whole reason was there was just so many lame things going on this year you know dance parties that were so-called online dance parties where people you know were told that they should stay in their living room and dance you know but alone that's, that's what took away from the them? party here in Keene. Yeah, no. No, 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 I'm saying that's well, what that's Keen, what inspired but... the party here in oh, Keene. Oh, right, 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 right. Is, is the fact that there were so <laughs> I thought many you were lame... saying that like online dance parties took away from the number no, of people that were No, not at all. Oh, no, God. what I was saying was that's what inspired it in that there are so many lame-o online things that were going on and you know trying to sound like they were fun and I'm sorry. The whole point of a party is to get together with people so you can network and talk and meet people that you've never met before. And have fun and, you know, make connections in real life. You can't have that experience over a and, Zoom call. And once in a while, you may catch a social disease, but that's the choice of socializing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, I, I you know, uh, well, I, I not maybe not everybody knows on the radio, but I go to a lot, or I did go to a lot of conferences. And there's yeah. been a lot of conferences. Linux shows. Yeah, online this year, um, you know, because they couldn't operate they couldn't set up in yeah. in anywhere basically um but what's interesting is i didn't go to a single conference uh online virtually and why not it, it, why bother i mean it's not the same thing it's not the same right. experience you can why? sit and watch a presentation but that's not the reason you go to a conference right. <laughs> it's yeah, to interact I mean, with other people <laughs> at the equivalent of a of a, a user's convention of linux because i'm constantly on the web searching for information about it. So I see those people online all the time. I want to see them in person. In real life. Yeah. You, know, it, you know, it's kind of funny because I've, I've had multiple, uh, you know, uh, multiple times in the past month, I felt like I was at a Linux convention. Well, and maybe it, we it's just because of the type of people here. who come here. If nobody else has the stones, maybe we can get 30 people to gather in Lin- in it's not, Keen for a weekend. It's not the first time people have had this discussion, um, yeah. you know, to be honest. I, I think with Derek, Jay, and Steven, there's, and a there's lot been other people who have also talked about something people, of that and nature. And the thing is, it could be a combination. It could also be a cryptocurrency 
Uh, oh, you know it would be. <laughs> you need to get the GNU got an people idea. to start talking to the Bitcoin people more. Yeah. So here's a, here's an idea because the, the problem with the conference these days is most venues won't let you have them right. unless you go with. If COVID. you got a big empty piece of land, right. they will. So, but not land. You don't want to have it outside during the you know when it's cold, and most people won't want to go to a conference nah, if it's unless it's out, unless it's inside. Would do. Great big barn. Yep, and there's actually was a conference at a barn. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bruce from the Ravencoin, the guy yeah. who created Ravencoin, he actually held a cryptocurrency conference on his own property inside his own barn last year. Not it wasn't this year, really? but it was last year, and uh, and it was great. It was a real small, real intimate, like less than a hundred people, kind of probably less than yeah, yeah. fifty people, uh, but real intimate. But what I wanted to say was, was I heard an interesting story from Stephen from AnyPay yesterday. Mm-hmm. So as you may know, Stephen and Derek. They have the Bitcoin, not embassy, but they have like a university, like a Bitcoin. It's their headquarters. Yeah. It's the NEPA headquarters. Sure. And it's located in downtown Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Well, they got a new building now. And it's multiple stories. Really? Their new building is l- larger. It's a larger space. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure how big it is, but the current st- space they have is not bad. So the larger one, they're saying maybe two or three. I think, forget if you said it was two or three stories. But anyway, what happened was they were talking to the landlord of this, the owner of this property about renting it. And the landlord came back with a price on what he wanted for it. Now, of course... We know that commercial real estate is emptying out, right? right. So yeah, Stephen, they're going to be desperate. Yes. Stephen came back with an offer that was 20% of what this guy had asked for. Yeah. And he nice. got it. That's he what I'm talking got about. got it. So they're paying less than what they're currently paying for their old place, and they're getting even more space. 20%. I'm going to talk to somebody in Keene. More coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. The phone number for you, 603-283-6160. If you want to join the show, you can bring up whatever you want. We're talking about having an actual liberty community of people together in the same place. That's what we actually have here in New Hampshire, and it's growing with the largest number of migrants, people moving here to New Hampshire who care about freedom, libertarians, voluntarists, liberty-loving anarchists. Uh, coming here as part of a New Hampshire freedom migration that is decentralized. There are different folks that are encouraging people to move here, but all the people moving uh, have, you know, in one way or another, a freedom-friendly viewpoint. And the more people that we can get here, the better. So we had a really uh, great New Year's Eve party last night, which thankfully the police did not do anything about. Now, they definitely knew where we were uh, for this party, because we're right on what's called Route 101 here in New Hampshire. It's one of the main southern uh, routes across all of southeast. or su- Actually, it goes from, I believe, the seacoast all the way out to the, the uh, west end uh, of New Hampshire, the, the boundary to Vermont. And so there were, of course, lots of really amazing lights. There were thousands of dollars worth of lighting and sound equipment at this party. And it showed. It looked amazing. But as you drove by, you couldn't miss it. I mean, literally, the the light beams from the disco balls were being projected across the road uh, onto like the forest that was on the other side. But it was really an ideal location because there were there were no neighbors, so there's no houses or you know, any kind of residential that were right next door. So there's no way we could have been upsetting anybody mm. as far as you know noise or whatever from the party. And there, you know, there's plenty of loud music and and all that. But there's no way the cops could have driven by and not 
noticed what was going oh, on for sure not noticed an entirely full parking lot uh of it was like a 50 space parking lot that was mostly full and that parking lot has been completely empty for the entire year right? because this business shut down which was the kind of the sad i remember part. when it shut down because it shut down just after they opened right. the new building well i mean it wasn't that no it had been open for a couple of years um prior prior to that. the the property itself was purchased by the current owner and remodeled completely basically she tore this old shack down that was on there i, I remember going she, to yeah. the old building and yeah. then the new one and it's been a couple it, years it it wasn't up long i know that a couple years um but it was a successful place that's why she bought it yeah like it was a successful breakfast and and lunch place but as we reported in she must have had to highly leverage to do it so that she's she seems to be pretty uh well off as far as her resources are concerned but she's now being more tapped out than she's ever been due to these failed businesses yeah, uh, because what happened at, uh, as we reported state that, shut down businesses. Yeah, we the, can fix that. What happened was the uh, the summertime we reported on a story where Yelp, which is the online ratings you know system, it's an app. Uh, people can leave ratings for businesses. Yelp had come out with statistics showing that sixty percent of the businesses that had closed due to the government restrictions were never going to reopen. That sixty percent of them were permanently closed. Of that sixty percent. They looked at the categories of businesses. You know, what sort of business was this? Well, the number one category of most closed permanently businesses was breakfast and lunch places. Oh, yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah. They Be- count on the daily business. Correct. And breakfast and lunch is, you know, not as far as restaurants go. Those aren't going to be the places that attract the most business. Or profits, just, probably. Just overall, yeah, or profits. And so those were the ones that were going down. And that's what this place was where yeah. we were partying last night. So it was it was mm. kind of ironic and appropriate that we threw this party inside this shell of this mm. former, formerly successful breakfast and lunch place that was killed mm. uh, by the government restrictions. Yeah. Well, what my church is looking to do is open up some kind of a fellowship hall somewhere in Keene, uh, you know, a place where people can chill out and get some of the services they can't get anywhere else where they can go and get breakfast and maybe have a pretty waitress who who knows that, you know, she knows or they know she's not going to bust their balls over masks. Mm-hmm. They can be comfortable. They can enjoy themselves. They can socialize and they can get some some of that spiritual food that we get from interacting with other humans. Yeah, I, I think that's an, a good idea. And so I wanted to talk about an alternative party that was going on in France, according to RT.com, where there were over 2,000 people. And we, I mean, we thought we were doing wow. good at like 60 or 70 well, you know, I mean, people, but of course, in our defense, bigger. in our defense, the population of Cheshire County is only 80,000 people <laughs> compared to a city well, of millions. A lot of people actually came from outside of Cheshire County. We have folks coming from right. as far uh, away as uh, the uh, seacoast. <laughs> Uh, for this but still, part. I mean, there are cities that are bigger yeah. than all of New Hampshire. I think it's uh, I think it's a little bit unfair to say it wasn't successful. Or no, as I'm not successful. saying it wasn't successful, but yeah. you know, it was dwarfed by uh, what went on in France. But that said, unlike France, the, the cops left us alone. Yeah. they didn't do anything to us, and they were sitting right down the road when we were arriving oh, yeah. at the at the party. They were running they a speed knew. trap. They had a speed trap in yeah. uh, in Dublin, actually. So they didn't even pull any of us over for the speed trap, did nope, they? They didn't. Wow, they didn't want to play. Well, also we let people know that there was a speed, speed trap there, so that well, could be a factor as well. Good communication. I, I did get good. I did get followed actually when I drove back from uh, mm-hmm. as soon as I entered Keene, they followed me all the way home. 
um yeah it wasn't just you i don't think yeah no it probably wasn't but um it was they were they were bored out of their mind i think um, well, yeah, there weren't any other parties around. Like, <laughs> yeah. there, I mean, how many parties were like what we did last night were going on all around the planet? It must be a limited number, yeah. right? I no, don't know. Definitely. Yeah. definitely dead. Uh, probably been the least partied New Year's New Eve, Year's ever, Eve right. since the 18... 18- right. Ever sixteen hundred or something. than a normal night in Keene. Yeah. Like, that's how bad it was. Yep. Dead uh, so, as a darn ale. Let me give you the we story. We were here. having a good old time. There we was sure pretty were. girls and everything. RT dot and and uh, <laughs> three, we had three DJs. Uh, music that went on for you know five hours straight. We did yeah. karaoke, which is also prohibited. So it's illegal uh, by governor's orders to have karaoke indoors in, uh, in New Hampshire. Yeah. I'll and, bet they'd have a fit if we had strippers for a fundraiser. <laughs> oh, those are good ideas for next time. <laughs> <laughs> An attempt to disperse a mass Massive illegal New Year's party in France's Northwest turned into clashes between the, I don't know if I'm going to uh, pronounce this right, Gendarmier? That's Gendarmier? It's it's French. Nobody can pronounce it police is what it means. (laughs) The police. Okay. Uh, And rowdy partygoers who pelted officers with projectiles and set a police car on fire. Fornicate the constables. They must have gone in totally unprepared for this. But you think about how many cops they probably would have. They would have needed thousands. And they would have had to prepare in advance. Because they, so when they do those types of things, they basically will like imprison, like they have to set up cages and stuff and Mm -hmm. just all sorts of things well in advance of these types of events in order to have enough like places to actually put people after they arrest them yeah but the thing is you can if they had guns it would be impossible to arrest them not difficult it would have been it would have been difficult um because you would have ended up ended up slaughtering people well Mm. you would have ended up being slaughtered because there are a lot more of them than there are cops and when uh, the people are more ready to give their lives than the cops are, and that's not hard because the cops are basically cowards. That's why they attack in gangs. When the people are more ready to give their lives than the cops are, we win. So we'll tell you more about what happened where, you know, what happened with these 2,000 plus revelers in France holding what was called an underground party there as well overnight in the town of Lyon in defiance of anti-coronavirus restrictions, banning mass gatherings. There's a ton of people there, and I don't see a single mass, uh, mask in the place. Yay, defiance! Uh, so, yeah, kudos to them, and it looked like it was a pretty awesome party. Police failed to, uh, to stop it. More coming up. What if the United States and the Soviet Union had fought on land, sea, air, and the astral plane, struggled for dominion across parallel dimensions, or on the surface of the moon? What wonders would have been unveiled? What terrors would have haunted mankind from those dark and dismal dimensions? Come closer, peer through a glass darkly, and discover the horrifying alternative visions of World War III from some of today's greatest minds in science fiction, fantasy, and horror, Weird World War III. Available now from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. And the number is 603-283-6160. What were your New Year's Eve plans? Did you have uh, an epic party to go to somewhere? I hope you did. There probably weren't that many of them, but uh, i got to say, this is the best New Year's Eve party I've been to. It's the best New Year's ever. Sorry, Nobody. What is it with you and my know, microphone man. tonight? You're shushing me up. You talk too much. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Go oh, ahead. I'm a radio host. That's what I do. <laughs> what were you going to say? Huh? 
<laughs> that was good. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was asking if anybody else had any uh, New Year's Eve stories they wanted to share from this year. But there was definitely a story in France, and we're going to get into that. But uh, don't forget to check out ForkFest.Party. We mentioned it earlier tonight. Uh, ForkFest is happening in 2021. That's this year now, June 28th through July 4th. Go ahead and mark your calendar. Better yet, get in touch with Rogers Campground and book the campsite. Book your campsite, your RV site, or your motel room, and plan to come up and hang out with us and party, because I'm sure there's going to be a party or two or three or ten uh, at, at ForkFest. But how many there are, I don't know, because it's decentralized, which means that we don't get to decide these things. Each individual decides what to do, what to bring to the table, what sort of things to create, what tents that they want to put up there for people to hang out in and, and do things in. It's a lot of fun, so you don't want to miss it. Well, I'm going to make three predictions for this year. Okay. First off, it's going to be the biggest one we've had. Okay. Second off, it's going to start early mm-hmm. and end late. Well, everybody gets to decide when it starts and when it ends, right? Because it's not but my uh, centralized. prediction is that people will stay later and come earlier. Could be. Could be. It was like two weeks uh, this year. Maybe it'll go longer this time. But we're only promoting one week because we know that some people yeah. we, we know that some people have you know jobs that they have to yeah. go to and they can't come up. <laughs> not for, everybody's uh, unemployed yeah, right now. Right. A lot of them don't these days. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I expect it to be big because it's one of the few places where you can go. It's like a Grateful Dead show. You can go there with very little money and make people sandwiches yeah. and mm-hmm. make enough money to you know, pay for your trip. You know, nobody that might be the stereotype around here however it's not true what's that <laughs> free staters being unemployed oh well uh, no but but in the land of the branch covidians there's a lot of people unemployed a lot of people are out that's of true. That's all true. those that's closed true. restaurants used to employ somebody all of those jobs if were I essential to, to guess, the person who was doing if them. i had to take an educated guess i bet there's there's fewer free staters that are unemployed right now than not, uh, than the general population, population I meant. Now, when you say free oh, staters, you I mean people who have yet to so move? Too. People who have moved for the Free State Project but or other migrations. About, but what about the people who have yet to move? I'm talking about people they're who are They're probably more likely else. to be unemployed because they're not here. And people who are here tend to be more and likely to own their own businesses the and more independent uh, and, and so on. Plus, New Hampshire actually is, uh, I think, still in the top five states as far as unemployment is concerned. Right. So we're actually doing all right. Yeah. That as means far best, as not worse. Correct. Correct. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, go to ForkFest.Party. You can learn more about the event there. And we're, we're promoting it as June 28th through July 4th. If you want to come later or come earlier or stay later or stay earlier, then you know that's, that's cool, too. Well, I'll go one step further out on that limb, and I'll... I'll I'll also promote the week before, which is Pork Fest, mm-hmm. which is, it is a good time. Maybe you want to get your feet wet in Minarchy before you come and see Anarchy, because that can be overpowering. But uh, so come up for both, or come up yeah, for either. We need we we We'd love to, have to you. see you here. Uh, so what happened last night? The town of Luron in France, according to <laughs> RT, unfortunately named town RT.com. <laughs> What does that mean? Is that by the Huron River? <laughs> what is what does Luron mean? Oh, Luron. It's spelled L I L I E U R O N. Luron. Oh, I heard Euron. I was no, like, oh no. god, that's an awful name. <laughs> At least it's not a river. Well, now we know what they did in it. <laughs> so it attracted between two thousand and twenty five hundred revelers, many of whom appear to have come from other places of France and from abroad. The uh, according to the prefecture of Ilevet 
Iliet Villain has said, local cops were dispatched to the scene to break up the rave, but the partygoers were clearly not ready to stop celebrating and fended off the police. Yeehaw! Police officers were pelted with this, literally fighting for their right to party. Mm. The officers were pelted with various objects, three of them sustaining light injuries, and at least one of their vehicles torched. Footage from the scene circulating online shows the car engulfed in flames with onlookers <laughs> cheering in the background. You know, it's cold out there right now. What better way yeah. to warm up than a burning police cruiser? <laughs> oh, yeah. The revelers have reportedly uh, been very determined to continue partying, and law enforcement agents ultimately opted to cordon off the area to prevent more people from joining the rave. <laughs> it became an autonomous zone by the choice of the, the police. Yeah. You know, you know I, I really have to wonder, like... Wh- <laughs> How many cops did they think? I mean, it sounds like a couple of cops showed up and tried to like do something. I was like, you would think they would have had more cops. I think to they probably had if a they're going to try and target cops. It. But the thing is, oh, so you think there know. was a few hundred? So we it doesn't know. say in the story I think how there many. Was. But the thing is, it doesn't take much of a of of a crowd of eighty thousand to fight back to make a couple of hundred cops feel real unwelcome, real fast. Yeah. and oh. these guys didn't become cops because they've got if they've balls got, of steel. If they've got if they'd, if they'd had balls of steel, they would have become lobster yeah. fishermen. If they've only got a couple hundred cops uh, compared to a t- couple thousand people, they had no chance. Oh, they torched yes. they torched a police van too. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a it van. It didn't take many people to burn down a police station in Milwaukee. So, according to the story here, the party... <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, this actually reminds me of kind of something that the cops did here in Keene, uh, in New Hampshire, back in 2014, when there was what were called the Pumpkin, Pumpkin Fest riots. So, every year there had been the Pumpkin Fest, which is generally just like this family-friendly uh, festival where people have carved pumpkins and, you know, they walk around Main Street. But a few These streets... These crazy bastards from Keene, New Hampshire sure do love their pumpkin. <laughs> a, a few streets over was the college neighborhood, and during the daytime there were some, what uh, I've heard are termed as darties, day parties going on that were broken up Darty. by were um, broken up by the police and the uh, well frustrated then frustrated and drunken college students then poured into the streets and were angry at the you know they'd had their parties broken up. See, I grew so, up in a college town. I know you don't frustrate drunken college students. That's a bad plan. <laughs> well, that's what they did, and that resulted in the what were called again the pumpkin fest riots. And during these riots, I, they were going on for a series of hours, so I finally made it. I was able to get down there before I had to go to, uh, to do the show that night, I think. And I observed a massive crowd of people on one of the college streets. They were fighting each other with bottles. They were throwing oh, yeah, the bottle fights. Yeah, the bottle war it went on for like fifteen straight minutes. It mm. was insane. They were throwing like full cans of beer and bottles at each other. It's incredibly dangerous uh, yeah. to do this. And I, you know, I don't think. But that- if it's consensual, I mean, it's also dangerous to jump out of a perfectly I mean, good. Well, airplane. it wasn't consensual because they were littering everywhere there, and it was terrible. Uh, it, but <laughs> the point I wanted to make about it was that the point I wanted to make yeah, is yeah. the police make the claim that they're there to protect and serve. Now we all know that the truth is. They're protecting and serving the state and their masters in government. They're not serving you or yeah, protecting yeah. you or protecting the property owners you're, you're in this particular right. case. They're protecting they did, brave Sununu. What they did, not in this it, case. Uh, actually, I don't even think Sununu was in office at, the, at that time. But, but they're, they're but, defending uh, the likes of him. They're defending yeah, the masters. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're not going to defend uh, yeah, the, sure. the property owners in this particular case, which were having their properties destroyed uh, because of this. But well, what they did, I'm sure they got paid for it, though. I who? mean, students have been students have been, dis- maybe. have been losing their security deposits since you know before the federal well, government. Got this, this was in outside, though, in the street, right? Yeah, the, you're not going to lose your security deposit if it wasn't were you there, that was participating. Were there like vehicles being damaged and things like that? Is that the there property? There were just about? a ton of uh, gar- you know garbage being thrown everywhere. I mean, pr- bottles and cans and things like that just being littered mm-hmm. in yards and various different you know destructive drunk mm-hmm. college okay. students around. So the point I wanted to make was the cops were around. But they were another street over, and they'd set up like a perimeter around this. So somebody went over there to talk to the police about, hey, there's all this violence going on right over here. You yeah. guys know there's a big fight going on, right? There's a bunch of you know people that are fighting and destroying things. And the cop's response was, we're containing it. Out here in the perimeter. <laughs> yeah, cops cops have no obligation no to protect you. Right. So that's the same thing they did here. They set up a perimeter around the party, yep. and that they let the party continue because they got fought off by the uh, the ravers in France last night. More coming up. Rant Free talk and rave. Live. This is Free Talk Live. If you want to join us, you can dial in here. 603-283-6160 is our number. That's 603-283-6160. What was uh, your New Year's Eve like? Did you have an epic party like they did in France? Where apparently, according to RT.com, as of early Friday, the party was continuing uh, despite the police presence. So I'm not sure. I mean, I'm guessing that means they went till the sun came up at the very least with over 2,000 attendees. The cops tried to break in and destroy the fun that these people were having. These partiers refused to uh, allow it to happen. And Ain't t- nobody got time for that. And they torched at least one of the police vehicles. Uh, vehicles and also pelted officers with projectiles so they drove these cops back these cops retreated and they set up a perimeter around the party (laughs) they were trying to stop more people from arriving at that point uh they tried to and that that's probably was successful right because you have to you have to drive in you don't have a a large group Mm. you're more susceptible to being targeted the thing is if they can keep it going long enough, mm-hmm. I predict that people from all over the country will start going there. Well, it was just a New Year's mm. Eve party, so yeah. there's no way that it's going to go on longer than you know an, an overnight through through the, uh, you gotta, the morning hours. The problem with having things that go on for a long period of time is you need things like you know bathrooms and yeah, you know other facilities yeah, in order to food. keep people fed. And, yeah. and I don't think that's likely in a situation no, like well, this. You they're never know. It happened in uh, somewhere in the Netherlands. I don't know where. There was some place where they were um, basically they they were they were partying on some property that was abandoned. And they kept partying there for so long that they lived there and they wouldn't leave. And the government pretty much had has yeah. had to have an uneasy truce with them for, since the 70s. They're so, just there in the middle of this so what town. You're, I, I'm kind of familiar with the kind of situation you're talking the about. The autonomous and zone idea. It's mm-hmm. uh, One of the things that the people will do is they will bring their own um, facilities. And usually it's like camping kind of. 
facilities right. and 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 so they can they can manage it but, but you it's, can build it's still something time. that you've got to sure but you still have something you got to plan for mm-hmm. i mean you need temporary facilities and as things grow you need to get more you know facilities in and, and so on now mm-hmm. sadly uh the downside of the story is that the the people who are i guess involved there's an aid group that was distributing masks at this party now to be fair when i watched the video footage i didn't see a single person wearing a mask so they hey if they want to wear masks and they're still out partying i say more power to them right but the point i'm trying to make here is that i didn't see very many people uh, wearing masks so this particular aid group was uh, trying to give health advice, antivirus gel inside the party. They said ravers needed to let loose. He said they were trying to stay safe by not sharing joints or drinks. Their group, Techno Plus, was okay. advertised... Well, hold Dr- on, hold on. Was, aver- was advising partygoers to self-isolate for a week and then get tested Wait, really? after attending the rave. Yes, Interesting. They're, they're and tra- there's such medical authorities that they don't know that alcohol is an antiseptic. so they're trying to act like oh well we were being responsible with this rave it's like come on just embrace the fact that you was it just a a few uh emily's or whatever showed (laughs) up could be you know i have to say i have to say even at our party there was a there was a you know a mask goer was there well, I would rather have a mask goer at the party than a ma- than a mask. Someone goer was wearing a mask than a, than a, than a mask bearer oh, hiding under his bed. Uh, about stone? No, uh, Bob wore a mask. Uh, I didn't see him. It, it, it was a, it was a costume. I'm gonna oh, get okay. a gorilla, mask. and he only wore it for a little bit, but he did. It was uh, always kind of funny. I see. Uh, so I need a gorilla mask. France, the story in France here. The group also said the disused hangar was airy and well ventilated. So just just trying to make as many excuses as possible. So look, just embrace it. You guys threw a great party. People came. They had fun. You shouldn't have to worry about it because honestly, this so-called coronavirus, this disease, is not worth worrying about. Just say, it's not worth it, especially you, within, I won't do what you tell me. Right, especially within the age range that is is attracting these party goers. I mean, yeah, these were twenty something. Yeah, I mean, know, teens and twenty something. Even older than that, though, it, it doesn't have the same impact that it does on you know an elderly population. So even then, if you're elderly, you still need to be like obese and you know mort- mortified know. or whatever That's in dumb. order to. All I'm saying and, is that it's not like these are hundred year old people throwing a party. I mean, these right. are these are people under 50 mostly and people under 50 have like basically no chance of dying even people over 50 have they've got a short time to remain under 50 and being over 50 i can tell you it's a lot easier pushing pushing 50 than it is pulling it do your living while you can (laughs) absolutely so kudos to this group that actually fought off the police and pushed them back now what does that mean the cops are going to do well they say prosecutors this is uh the guardian.com is getting reports in a lot of places prosecutors were considering an array of possible criminal charges the party took place despite france's 6 p.m to 6 a.m against who though nation well that's the thing i mean i guess they could arrest anyone coming from the party right like you know they surrounded the place i mean they didn't have enough cops to arrest 2500 people not all in the same place but as they're coming out maybe they'll try to do something but then they wouldn't have had the evidence at that point that they were at the party is is everybody's got to agree on when to leave the party and then just blitzkrieg them just yeah, just yeah. go past them in all directions faster than they know <laughs> so so they don't know whether to poop or go blind 
<laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't worry about any criminal charges coming out of this. As you said, Chris, they wouldn't be able to prove that the people were actually at, at the party unless they admitted it, right? Yeah. Unless I you- mean, they're going to what they'll do is they'll target, and this is just standard pre- pre- mm-hmm. police procedures, they're going to target a couple of people. They want the organizers. They'll, That's what yeah. they want. they'll target the stragglers also if they can catch they stragglers because that's when the numbers are lower i mm-hmm. always cleared at, at the end of the 420 rally when we we were down to a couple dozen people i'd always say all right let's clear the square all at once uh yeah, yeah. all yeah. all at the same time and let's all yeah. go in the same direction so none of us can be easily picked off mm. Yeah, that was there was one night at the Nightcaps this year where we had 36 in a row uh, parties right in the center Yeehaw! of downtown Keene. So, like, f- just so people know, the New Year's Eve party was not the first party of 2020 here in Keene. We've been we literally had 36 parties yeah. in a row right in the the heart of downtown Keene, I didn't publicly located. Party 36 weeks in a row. When I was a drug dealer, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I have to say that there, there, that was more consistent. Like I, I in college, I threw a party for like two years every, almost mm-hmm. wasn't every weekend, but it was like, like during the school year, almost every weekend it felt like. Yeah, and I have to say that thirty six weeks in a row way outdid us. <laughs> yeah. And we were not, you know, hiding that one. That was uh, right, not, we right. weren't hiding this one either. Uh, last night it was obvious. We were, where we were. shooting off fireworks. Yeah. You can't get any more non hidey than that. Yeah. Like, Hello, sure. we're here. Here's bright noise, bright, bright light, and loud noise. If you yeah. can't find us, well, that was after that was at midnight when the fireworks went off. Prior to that, we had had the party started at eight o'clock, so we had loud music and lights for hours before that, and sure. we're on one of the main drags. Uh, so, oh, are you talking about the are you talking about the thirty six night caps? Because there no, you're fireworks. There too. Well, we fireworks had fireworks there too. Yeah. There too. <laughs> yeah. That's why um, I'm just so curious. Yeah, that was the one thing that did attract the cops to the. Well, right, because we were in fire. the heart of downtown Keene yeah. in that particular. Yes. Uh, and there weren't there weren't quite as many people either. Setting off fireworks at three in the morning, but yeah, nightcaps but weren't hey. nightcaps weren't as well attended as the New Year's Eve party. But we, you know, we did have um, it was a good people. Group. Well, it's something yeah, for, we can for build what it was. Maybe next year we can start getting a hundred plus out to nightcap. But we're gonna need we're gonna need to bring kegs and strippers. <laughs> the problem, okay, so the bring problem from the college. The problem with doing it every single weekend is there's no, there's no, nobody, or I should say almost nobody has, you know, the time to put into something like that. Except nobody for, doesn't even almost have the time for that. I, I know, right? Like, this Ain't is what I'm talking about. Got time so for it's, that. It, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, people, people like often will criticize, well, you don't have a lot of people. Well, yeah, because we've done it 36, 36 weeks in a row. I mean, how many people do you think can afford to put in every single week for 36 weeks? Yeah. It's just not going to happen. But that doesn't mean you can't get a good group of people to come out to, say, uh, you know, uh, a New Year's Eve party. Let's do one as a bonfire. In New in Central Square, you mean? Yeah, so the oh, cops come out and they, oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Yeah, well, they would actually call. Uh, they they would actually call the fire department. Yeah. I think on that one. That's the cool thing in France is the firemen have been fighting back against the police, mm-hmm. and they're, they've got this crazy combat tactic. Like when when they taught me to knife fight, they said the first thing you should do is cut yourself because it convinces your opponent that you're, you're crazy. crazy and it's <laughs> terrifying. And so. 
Uh, but these these firefighters <laughs> were douse, dousing themselves in fuel and setting themselves on fire, but they were wearing their fire suit. <laughs> so they were like, fighting people. And, while and they on were fire. on fire. Right, that's awesome. wow. And as Richard Pryor said, when you're on fire, people get out your way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me here tonight. And Happy New Year to everybody out there. We, of course, continue to be live seven nights a week here on Free Talk Live. Check out Chris, freedomdecrypted.com. His show is every Saturday, so that'll be tomorrow. Bye. PM. Yep, Eastern Time. Uh, we got more coming up tomorrow. Join us online, freetalklive.com. We'd like to invite you to visit freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is a pandemic survival alert and the most time-sensitive messages you will hear this year. You still have time to plant a one-acre crisis garden and secure a supply of your own nutrient-dense food. But time is running out, and it's one deadline you don't want to miss. Who should plant a crisis garden? Individuals, families, churches, communities, anyone or any group that sees hard times ahead. Let's face it, even the mainline media is talking about food supply disruptions and the growing number of grocery store workers who are becoming sick. But there's more. Meat packing plants are closing, mile-long lines at food pantries, and more farmers now in financial trouble. The truth is, growing nutrient-dense vegetables this summer may be the single most important thing you do. Go to survivalseedbank.com and watch the new video to understand what we're really up against. Get free bonus seeds, special quarantine reports, too. Don't wait. Every minute counts. Go to survivalseedbank.com. That's survivalseedbank.com. <laughs> 